Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. This episode is brought to you by Zekin, one of our newest Patreon patrons. I'm your mayor, Chewy Plays Nintendo, joined with my co-mayor, Sergio, and our special guest, Saint Rudo. Today, we will be getting to know Saint Rudo, and we'll be discussing introducing new players to Animal Crossing. So, new players who haven't played Animal Crossing, who are going to be new to the game. Anyways, I thought that was confusing the way I said it, but hi, Sergio, <laughs> how you doing? Hi, Chewy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, and welcome, St. Rudo. We're so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. So I've been pretty stoked to have a guest on the show. I know my wife, Jackie, has been saying, I love you and Sergio. You're both great, but I really want to hear a new voice on here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I've been excited. Um, and I've been excited because I know one of the big things for me and, you know, Animal Crossing in general is understanding that women make up the majority of the demographic for the game. And I always have felt like we've needed a female voice on the show to let your thoughts out here. So this is a big moment for me. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I also have to understand that like, I'm just a random dude on the internet. I know that's not always the safest place for women. So yeah. I'm totally not offended by anybody who doesn't respond to me or anything. I'm just like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, I like to get a good background on people I have on the show in regards to their experience with Animal Crossing. So um, St. Rudo, when did you start playing Animal Crossing? Um, what was your first game? Where were you in life? Don't be afraid to be like as detailed as possible. <laughs> Oh, that's good, because I talk a lot. Um, I So my first experience was with the GameCube version, and as soon as I played it, I felt like I was converted, and I'm forever changed by Animal Crossing and forever obsessed with it. And um, I was introduced to it through, like, a book cover, and it was like, these book covers were being passed around my school, and I don't know how that is okay for Nintendo to, like, pass out, <laughs> like, book covers promoting their product. But I'm not mad at it because that's how I learned about it. Um, but, yeah, they were so I saw these, like, little creatures on these book covers. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to play this. I don't know what it is, but I need it in my life. But, like, the book covers didn't say what game it was. And I, mm. the only thing I can think of was because it was, like, a public school. And so maybe, like, legally they couldn't. And so it took my like twin brother, he figured out what game it was like months later and my parents wouldn't buy it for me. And so um, I rented it from Blockbuster because that was a thing back then that I totally <laughs> miss. <laughs> I actually really do miss Blockbuster and I rented it for a weekend and I played it like the entire weekend and I barely slept. And I remember I ate a lot of Cheez-Its while I was playing it <laughs> because I like skipped regular meals. And um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so eventually my parents 
um, saw that I was in love with this game and they bought it for me. But I mean, I was, I was 12, so I had no money, you know, <laughs> but yeah, that was, it was thanks to Blockbuster. Yeah, that's for. I wonder how they got away with like, kind of, maybe it was just the fact that it wasn't like, I guess, outwardly promoted like this is the game animal crossing you should buy it that they were allowed to just have like the characters on some sort of book cover but yeah isn't that weird like it seems kind of like kind of sneaky to do that to like a public school but (laughs) i don't know i mean like in i guess in my like my normal life i'd be like no that's wrong but because it's animal crossing i'm like okay (laughs) i'll accept it (laughs) yeah i mean it's not hurting anybody we should have access to animal crossing at all times yeah, i think legally should. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like a public commodity yeah yeah so do you still have i guess that book cover i don't i destroyed it it was like i remember it was my social studies book and i accidentally like i lost it um and then it just turned up at the end of the year and like it was destroyed so oh. Oh. I, I, yeah, I got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I always I went into like a retro game store yesterday, and they had like an, a sealed copy of Mario Party Three or something like that. But I was just remembering all of the boxes that I'd bought for like N sixty four, and how they were just kind of cardboard, and now they're all just like flattened, destroyed pieces of something (laughs) somewhere in my parents home but it's hard to take care of those kinds of things back then especially when they're lost and everything um I know I wish I still had my boxes because I don't have my original my original like uh GameCube box that it came in and like Mm -hmm. um that the CD was in because I went through a stage where I was um I was purging i was getting rid of all the items in my home <laughs> and so i kept all the the discs but i no longer have most of the boxes and mm-hmm. i kind of regret it yeah i mean for me funny enough i just barely got the box for animal crossing maybe a couple months ago i don't know when i filmed a video for it but i never had it because i essentially got the game in a like clear cd case um CDs or compact discs for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I got it from a friend who lent it to me. And yeah, I just had, I'd never owned the box until recently. So I, I'd i be sad not having it. I know a friend of mine, his copy, like his house burned down at one point And his copy was just like a burnt up mess after that. No. Which is so sad. Um, it's one that of the things... So yeah, it's one of the things that he's pr- was probably the most sad about. <laughs> yeah. Not just that his house was gone, but he was like, "Oh, my Animal Crossing, where'd it go?" <laughs> oh my gosh, I get it. Like I had this like like this Prima guide for Animal Crossing, and like you know, like those really thick booklets, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got it when I was like thirteen, and I was so excited. I got it at Barnes and Noble, and. I, I was so into, like, the first Animal Crossing, like, I wrote margins and notes, you know, about, like, certain, like, I don't know, anything. I was, I was that obsessed, and um, so I wrote extensive notes, and I ended up throwing that away when I was, like, 16, and it's one of those things I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did I get rid of that? I should have kept it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, a, a question, a, a new question, who is your favorite villager, non-villager character? I guess... Nintendo calls them like special characters, people like the Tom Nooks yeah. and Isabels of the world. 
my favorite non-villager character is definitely kk slider yeah <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> hands down i want to be friends with him and uh as like a kid in the first um animal crossing i would make sure to play on saturday nights um because I was, I was in sixth grade, I didn't have a life anyway. So um, I would make sure to play at 8 p.m. and go to the train station and listen to his songs so that I could like build up my song collection. So nice. definitely KK Slider. <laughs> and then my favorite villager, I'm actually like working on a video about that. And I still have not decided between Kiki, um, the black cat, Tangy, <laughs> who looks like an orange, and Cookie, who's just like the cutest character ever. She's just like pink and has giant eyes. And um, <laughs> but Kiki and Tangy were in my first town ever, the blockbuster town I call it. And so I'm automatically tied to them because they were they were the originals for me, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know Sergio, you're self-proclaimed, maybe actually true number one KK Slider <laughs> fan. <laughs> Are you awesome? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely huge, huge, huge KK fan. How many, I guess, KK Amiibo are you up to now? I have six open ones and a sealed one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why you need more than one, Sergio, but <laughs> that's why you're number one KK fan. Um, but yeah, I love those characters that you picked out. Um, KK, I, at one point, was my favorite. I think it changed recently to um, Reese and Cyrus just because of the shop they run slash what they stand for. But Kiki mm. and Tangi are always really great. I know somebody in our Discord is a huge, huge, huge fan of Cookie. Also agrees. And I, Cookie's adorable, <laughs> too. I think those are really great choices. Um, so your, uh, your first game was the GameCube game. Um, is that your favorite as well? Or do you have another favorite out of the series? Uh, I think it's a toss-up between that and City Folk. And another thing, like, I'm also working on a video about that because I start a lot of stuff and it takes me forever to finish. Um, but I definitely put the most hours into the original. And I feel like when the original came out, there was I'd really experienced nothing like it. And so, like, I think my mind was just blown for, like, mm. months and months. Like, wow, this is the most amazing game. Um, <laughs> but when City Folk came out... Um, I just felt like it had so many like amazing improvements and everything that I kind of that kind of bugged me about the original I felt like they fixed especially because I didn't have a Game Boy Advance so I'd never played Wild World until like much much later and so I went from Ooh, okay. mm -hmm. yeah I went from the original Animal Crossing to City Folk and I felt like they were so different they were it's like it was like night and day right yeah, there were a lot of big changes between those two games, which is also funny because I feel like a majority of those happened kind of in the Wild World game. And yeah. Yeah, and City Folk kind of, I felt, mastered that Wild World kind of look right. and feel. Right. Yeah, it's funny because playing like Wild World now, like, you know, like I played it for the first time as an adult and all these things that I thought were introduced in City Folk were actually introduced in Wild World. Um, so like getting rid of the cone hat or like Brewster, like stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so I wish I would have been able to play it as a kid. Yeah, I'd say it, it's worth checking them out. I think recently I kind of did like the series of looking at each of the games and finding five different features that I like. But Wild World, I'm obsessed with the little houses that 
you get in Wild World. It, they're so cute. And then, yes. yeah, and then City Folk, I think that's when I started playing more online with people. Um, I know a friend of mine played a lot, and so we would kind of go back and forth between each other's towns. But I was like so deep into the game at first, before doing that. When I saw his town, I was just blown away by how different it was. So yeah, that, I think that's always fun, just being able to play with people. Um, so I guess, what is your favorite time of year to play Animal Crossing? Uh, I got my first copy, like my own physical copy that I owned um, in late spring. So like right before summer break. And so it was like, it was like the summer like, right after sixth grade for me so like all I did was play Animal Crossing and I watched music videos on MTV because MTV had music videos still <laughs> and I listened to the All-American Rejects all the time and so I was obsessed with those three things so definitely it's a summer game for me yeah I love and I feel like that's when you get the most time at it as a kid too you don't have things like school and homework getting in the way throughout the day. And then summer is just like, that's your time. And that's pretty exciting. <laughs> oh, we got a visitor today. <laughs> yeah. My dog is running out. Okay, that's no problem. Um, Sergio, while the dog's getting moved around, um, when is your favorite time to play the game? I actually agree that it's summertime. When I first played... Uh, population growing on the GameCube, it was during the summer of 10th grade when I got my first part-time job. And it was a little bit stressful. I wasn't really doing something that I should be doing uh, work-wise. And it was very stressful, so it was very nice to come home and relax to playing lots and lots of hours of Animal Crossing. Yeah, that is super fun. Um, <laughs> for me, I'd say probably like autumn and winter, because that's when I started playing the game. Um, like school year started, a friend came by, or a friend, the friend who let me borrow the game and eventually just gave it to me. Um, they came by, dropped it off, and then I played a lot during the fall and winter. And then Poncho moved out and it broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Okay, I, I'm back. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think it's safe. Awesome, no problem. Um, so, yeah, I guess... Uh, City Folk and GameCube, those are great. I love both of those games. Um, but speaking of the other games, like, how have you felt about the spin-off titles, like Happy Home Designer, Amiibo Festival, and Pocket Camp? Uh, uh, <laughs> and it's totally okay if you're not a huge <laughs> fan of those. I We understand. I know. I don't like Amiibo Festival at all. And... <laughs> To me, it's like, I'm not really a big fan of like Mario Party anyways, um, or those Ooh, like okay. style of games. So to me, it's kind of like a bad version of Mario Party. <laughs> and, um, and as for Pocket Camp, I actually think Pocket Camp is a, Pocket Camp is like the best mobile game ever. And um, it's really great if you haven't played Animal Crossing before, hmm. but I'm just not a huge fan of mobile games anyways. I don't know what it is. I just can't really get into them. And um, Happy Home Designer, when it first came out, I was really frustrated with it because I I didn't know it was like a limited map and I couldn't, I didn't know you couldn't walk around the town freely. And so I basically thought it was like New Leaf, but instead of being the mayor, you're like a, a designer because I didn't oh, read anything wow. about it. 
Yeah, I just bought it because I was like, it's Animal Crossing. I'm going to buy it. I don't need to know. <laughs> and um, But now, like, a lot of time has passed. Now I actually really like it. I think sometimes all I want to do is just decorate anyways. So it's nice to have a game where hmm. I can just, like, go in and decorate. And you can play it for, like, 20, 30 minutes. And, um, and then kind of just be done for the day. I think it's actually a really fun game. <laughs> yeah, I I'm a, I'm a, of those. I'm definitely a, the biggest fan of like Happy Home Designer, and I think you're totally right with Amiibo Festival. It's just kind of a bad version of Mario Party. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I mean, you guys like it? Do you, I mean, have you played it a lot? <laughs> I, I've played it probably more than I'd care to admit. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't know. I, there's some charm to it. I just feel like. The idea itself is pretty good. Like, I've been more of a fan of Mario Party, um, so I've had fun with those games. And I just thought, an Animal Crossing party game, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like, I feel like that could be really fun. And then they did things that just weren't that fun. Well, (laughs) I mean, it's funny you say that, because I feel like there's so many characters that they could have used, and I'm curious to why they only chose... Like a like, I think what there's like four, um, that you can be. I'm not sure, but yeah, I just think one thing that makes Animal Crossing so great is how many different characters they are, and I think that they could have utilized that in some way to make it the game really special, like you could unlock them or something. Yeah, and I think, I think that's what's tough about the game because you kind of have more options for what characters you can play depending on like what mode you play, like the board game you have essentially access to all the amiibo, like, figures. Mm, Um, But if you don't play as those, you can play as, like, that, like you said, random variation of four villagers. Um, So, yeah, I guess it's kind of tough because it's clearly a game that just felt more targeted at selling amiibo figures than actually being fun to play. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because I I still would not mind if they decide to revisit this idea for an Animal Crossing party game, but actually, like you know, try to make it more of a party game. Because <laughs> um, I think some fun in it. <laughs> yeah, there's potential in the idea for me, but it's unfortunate that just you know what they did just didn't work out to be that way. And there are fun mini games like in New Leaf when you go to the island. Like I think those games are actually really cute and fun and brief and yes, yeah. So they could, yeah. I think they could make it work somehow. Just, <laughs> j- just don't take away my Switch version. You know. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm totally okay with them making another party game. Of course, the next game cannot be that. It needs to be. Yeah the full thing. Um, and yeah, the island mini games, like you said, those are very good. And you know, you get actually like good rewards for playing those too. So mm-hmm. like you get that money to buy island stuff, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you are here because, you know, I essentially, I ran into your channel kind of around, I guess, E3. I think you had a reaction to the lack of Animal Crossing news. and I'm so sad. Yeah, I related a lot to that reaction. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, and then I started watching your channel. I was, I'm very deep into Stardew Valley at this point, and I saw you were playing it, and I was like, this is fun. <laughs> I get to see yeah. more Stardew Valley. Um, so, yeah, I liked your channel. Can you tell us a bit about your YouTube channel and kind of like 
your projects involved with like making different videos and you have a website as well. Sorry, I'm stuffing a lot of things in here, but yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, what, uh, tell us about the channel. <laughs> so the channel started out as just Let's Plays, but now it's a little bit all over the place and uh, it still feels pretty new to me. Um, when I started it, I had it in mind that I wanted it to be like a hub for nerds like me that come from like diverse backgrounds and aren't into like sort of like the negative parts that sometimes you see in gaming. I think sometimes, unfortunately, the gaming community can be sometimes be a little toxic. So mm -hmm. I just wanted a channel that was like positive and fun. And that's why I like Chewie's channel so much because I was like, this is like the nicest guy I've ever met. Like <laughs> the first video I saw of yours was you were opening up a pack of Amiibo cards and like I don't know I don't usually like watch unboxings but I like watched this and I was like yes yes this guy is so cool this guy's so <laughs> nice and so I I just like channels that I feel like are just like positive and fun and about people just like socializing and interacting and it's not so much about like who can dominate and you know that kind of stuff mm -hmm. I think I see a lot in gaming. Yeah, and I guess that's why I related to your channel because I got kind of those same impressions too because um, I also like channels that are just, you know, like it's one thing to have complaints and stuff, but do you want your whole channel to be built around that? I, I guess in some cases it works, but for the most part I'm looking for places where, you know, people are just enjoying things and having a good time with what they enjoy and what they love so yeah i think that's what drew me to your channel too so i really appreciate that <laughs> that you saw that in yeah. mind um so and then you have a website too and i, I kind of spoke with you briefly about it but i was pretty into it do you want to give us a little background on that yeah so that that's all over the place too so <laughs> it's like it's basically like just whatever i'm thinking about um i i think it most like I'm mostly writing about like gaming and I write a lot about like movies and like television um, and not just like if I like it or not, but what I think like the director and the writers and producers are really trying to like invoke, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it's kind of just like anything. I feel like I write about politics. I write about film. I write about video games. I write about me getting rid of stuff in my house just whatever <laughs> it's all over the place yeah and oh I don't know if I was going to bring this up but you uh, when I was speaking to you you mentioned you were moving and I was very kind of interested in this but I think you said you're moving kind of into an RV it gave me real Animal Crossing vibes is what I'm saying or yes. kind of like a <laughs> tiny house vibe um do you want to go into that a little bit yeah I've been here for about two weeks now and I think me and my husband just felt like everything was about kind of like work and keeping up with the daily grind. And so we've always been interested in tiny houses and just like living simpler. And so obviously we have to work so we can't not work. But um, I think we like the idea of just like kind of like paring down and just like living in a simpler way and also living closer to like nature somehow. And so... I'm here now. It's, I think my biggest complaint is I don't have a dishwasher because I realize I make <laughs> so many dishes. Like when I cook, I just like, they just come out of nowhere. Um, but other than that, it's really good. 
<laughs> yeah, that I'd say that's my complaint too <laughs> with the dishes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't live in a tiny house. I guess I'm afraid of that just because I'm kind of tall. And I yeah. like I like to say I'm compact, but I don't know. After being crouched down all day, <laughs> it it scares me off. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it's it, funny. Uh, sorry, go ahead. It, well, it's funny because I thought I didn't have a lot of stuff until I moved into an RV, and then I had to get rid of even more stuff. And I was like, "Whoa, I did not know how much stuff I was going to have to get rid of to make this work." But now that we're here, it's good. But it definitely took a lot of me like staring at stuff for like five minutes. I'm like, do you hear this? I don't know. Should I get rid of it? <laughs> and this is a, a question based on that. Cause I'm, uh, my wife and I, we also try to, you know, live a bit more minimally. We've gotten a bit worse this, I don't know, past few months. We've been kind of collecting some things, but for a little while we had a move last year and we, to, I guess, get rid of clutter and things. We kind of followed that Marie Kondo method where we asked if it sparked joy. Did you do any of that? Oh my gosh, I totally did. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, and I don't know. It's funny because I, I l try to live more like that in just my regular life, but... Animal Crossing is a whole different thing where y you can hoard as much as you want. Oh, absolutely. I live totally different in Animal Crossing. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay, so are you a bit of a... Do you collect as much as possible in the game? Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. Like, I will go to, like, like Tom Nook's store and I'll buy stuff that I know, like, doesn't fit into the theme I have, like, in my house. I'm like, but one day I could maybe use it. And then I just, like... <laughs> I put it in the museum, honestly, or I put it in, like, my closet, which is running out of space. And <laughs> so I have tons and tons of furniture that does not go with anything. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. I'm collecting... I'm at the point where I had to make a second character yeah, to, to have extra space for all the stuff that I have. Um, so, I yeah. It's so yeah. fun, though, to see, like, all of the different things. And I always feel bad that I, like... I don't take advantage of it in the game. Like, oh, I have all of this stuff to make a really great restaurant in my house, but why would I have a restaurant in my house? That doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> and so it, it, it's almost like better to have a second character where you can do some of those other designs with furniture you don't normally use in your regular space, you know? Um, yeah. So with that in mind, like, how do you like to kind of decorate your home in Animal Crossing? Um, I feel like no matter, I always go into like a new file thinking that I'm going to do something totally different and it always ends up looking pretty much the same. <laughs> and so I tend to like, I guess, styles that look like real life homes. <laughs> and so I'm not even that creative. Like I want a bathroom and I want a distinct kitchen, you know, and like a living room. And so they always just end up looking like just like a regular run-of-the-mill home and I think it's so fun yeah I I fall into that exact same rut <laughs> yeah yeah so I'd say that's fun about it um just to make a regular looking house <laughs> yeah and then but then it means I also I like always have all these like all this other random furniture that I know I'm probably never going to use because it doesn't it's not run-of-the-mill enough you know just like like the fruit theme you know like I have like 
a pineapple bed that I've had forever that I'm probably never going to use, but I really like the pineapple bed. So it's just there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so quickly back to your channel, since I went a little off topic there, but do you have like any goals with the channel or, you know, kind of your writing and everything that you're doing with your website? Mostly I'm just trying to be better at uploading more and just writing more in general. I think, um, especially with like the work I'm in, I get really caught up in like, being stressed out about that and like kind of like day-to-day -day life and so sometimes like the channel and the blog you know kind of falls on the back burner so I just want to be more consistent and mostly I just want to create content that I enjoy and that I think other people will enjoy but I'm not worried about becoming like the next big YouTube star because I think when you worry about like analytics and what's popular it takes all the fun out of it for anyone who like creates anything on YouTube yeah. As soon as you, yeah, as soon as you start worrying about stuff like that, it's just like, it's not even fun. Yeah, definitely. I understand, like, all of that, because it's so hard to just keep consistent and, like, build those habits. Um, I feel like the past year, I've been just trying to do that. And even then, I'm just like, oh, I feel like I'm not even pulling it off. Maybe I am. <laughs> you are. Um, I feel like you always have something new. <laughs> I, I've been trying, but... Um, but yeah, just like thinking about content and that kind of thing, I think it's really nice to just have that perspective too, where, you know, you're not necessarily trying to do the best thing anybody's ever seen. You're just trying to do something enjoyable. And yeah, yeah I feel like that attitude like definitely keeps it more manageable, more fun. It doesn't burn you out on that sort of thing. Um, I mean, the whole reason I started this podcast was I was worried I was talking about Animal Crossing too much to Jackie, my wife, and <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to talk her ear off about this the whole time. I need a, I need an outlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's like the same reason why like I started my channel in a way because like my, so like my husband and my two brothers, like we all play a lot of video games, but the games they play are totally different. And so I can't talk to them about Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley because, I mean, they'll listen politely, but they don't really care, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, I need to find my people. I need to find the people who actually love these games. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's the other fun part. Like, I was not expecting to meet so many different people who just love Animal Crossing and love playing that. I felt like, like even within my friend group, I'm by far the one who's most obsessed with this game <laughs> and yeah. everybody's like i don't know man spider-man just came out so oh, I, which I is awesome <laughs> which is very awesome and i'm totally down to play it but i don't have a ps4 so i've got <laughs> animal crossing on 3ds and eventually animal crossing on switch <laughs> yep um but yeah like i totally so uh, what kind of games do they like to play are they like more of the action type of people some shooters or I don't know I don't play too many shooters <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it I don't play shooters at all um I because I don't really like violent video games um and so like the most violent video game I play is Zelda and so but if it has blood I'm instantly like no no because I hate looking at it <laughs> and so yeah they're more into like action and adventure kind of games and survival games too which I think can be fun, but those kind of like stress me out. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can relate to that. I'm definitely like more, especially lately with like such a lack of new 
Animal Crossing games to play outside of Pocket Camp. I'm just like, I need something just mellow and I can do some life sim stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's a topic that, you know, we've mentioned so far. I mentioned it earlier, but essentially like women make it a huge part of the Animal Crossing demographic. Um, can you tell us about your experience being a female gamer? First, I'm really glad that you're like asking this question because I think about this all the time. <laughs> and I think the the gaming industry, I think they undervalue women as like consumers of video games because like women play a lot of video games and I don't think they always like realize like you could be making money off of us, okay? Like remember <laughs> us. And so like me, I've been playing video games since I was a kid and gaming has always like played a role in my life and I think it's been actually like a really positive influence and so I think you know gaming circles can be sometimes like they can be sexist and racist and they can exclude people and so I've definitely like felt that not only being a female gamer but also being African-American and that part's really disappointing because I think gaming should bring people together and not be used as like a vessel to just like tear us apart you know it should be like a you know like a little community yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. I know uh, Sergio and I, we're both of Mexican descent. Um, Sergio, you were born in Mexico, yeah? Yes. Yeah, and my parents are immigrants from there, so I totally relate to that, especially, you know, current atmospheres just feel like not as accepting um, mm -hmm. as they could be, and that's unfortunate. And especially, like, I'm that first point you made, I'm pretty astonished by that, like, it's amazing to me that businesses essentially like they're trying to make money and it's amazing to me that they're not addressing that this is a huge way to make money and it doesn't make sense to like leave people out of that because I mean sure it's like kind of selfish and in some ways a little bit evil to want all the money in the world yeah. <laughs> but like you know you can make a lot of money off of just like making games that appeal to people. Um, I know I made a video where I talked about like the demographics of Animal Crossing and I was like, it just doesn't make sense for Nintendo to not put out a game that would expand their like player demographics. Exactly. Um, right. the, the, the male uh, gamer population playing the Switch, the difference was huge. And we were thinking, well, Nintendo, you know, if you want to balance things out, maybe try to announce Animal Crossing as soon as you can. <laughs> and they still took quite a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's what I thought when it wasn't announced at um, at E3. I was really surprised because I thought, like, Animal Crossing is huge. And, like, I mean, like, I feel like Animal Crossing fans, like, a lot of us are, like, fanatics. We're not just, like, casual players. And right. so I was surprised. I was like, what? You can make so much money off of us. <laughs> yeah, and I've done the math. I'm like, I know how much I've spent on Pocket Camp. Maybe it's around, I don't know, 20 between like 20 and $40. Um, and that's because, you know, I enjoyed the game. I thought, oh yeah, I want to give you guys some money because I have liked what I've played, you know? Yeah. And so, but if I think about it, like Animal Crossing Switch, I know when that comes out, I'm buying the digital copy. I'm buying the special edition Switch that comes with a copy. I'm buying a physical version. <laughs> I, Me too. <laughs> All like, of the things. Yeah, and so I'm like, that's already so much money, Nintendo. Like, that's way more than you've made off of me for Pocket Camp. I feel like 
you're gonna get a lot of traction off of this yes exactly don't underestimate us yeah so I guess do you feel like the animal crossing community overall is just like more inviting for women um maybe it's it has to do with like more more women are in the community you know so uh I guess what's your involvement in like you know different places I, I guess I think of like reddit and other youtube channels um in terms of like community but do you have any experience with the animal crossing community uh yeah i don't really i don't i've actually never used reddit before so i have no idea <laughs> um but definitely like through youtube and i mean when i first like um watched the nintendo direct and they announced like animal crossing my first thing was like oh man, I need to like get on YouTube. I, I went to your channel like immediately <laughs> <laughs> because I thought of you and you were doing like a live stream and I was so excited to talk to other people that were really excited. And so, yeah, definitely my first reaction was like, what are other people on social media thinking? But <laughs> um, yeah, I think what's really cool about the Animal Crossing community is that I feel like there's so much heart and warmth in it. And it feels like a tight-knit group and you can like talk to someone online who like you never met and you like kind of feel like you know them just from like you you and that person being like such a big fan of the same game and I feel like it's an inclusive group so everyone is welcome you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it's a lot it's a lot different and so that's what's kind of cool is that it feels a lot different from kind of other gaming circles where it's like kind of more toxic and um here it's about I don't know just like people just enjoying like the relaxing positive sides of Animal Crossing which is like the entire game because I think Animal Crossing it celebrates the good parts of life like friendship and simple living and being neighborly and giving and so I think anyone can benefit from Animal Crossing I know like more women play this game but I think I really do think anyone who kind of like feel stressed out or caught up in the busyness of life really can enjoy this game I just think sometimes like people don't give it a chance because they think it's kind of geared more towards women or like younger kids which I don't think it is yeah and we'll definitely get into that a little bit later because we have a topic where you know there are going to be a lot of new players um who are just new to the Animal Crossing franchise in general Um, with the Switch version coming out pretty soon, I'm sure there are going to be people who, this is their first game that they've ever played. So we're going to get into the, like, how do we explain Animal Crossing to people? How do we, Mm -hmm. you know, just make it an inviting game for everybody? Um, But we'll get into that. Um, I did want to ask you something that I forgot right now. Um, Maybe I'll remember it a little later, but let's actually talk a little bit about Animal Crossing Switch. So I know you just mentioned that you came to my channel and kind of watched my live stream after the announcement. What was your reaction during that Nintendo Direct when the announcement was happening? I, so I didn't, um, it got to a certain point, like during the Direct, I was like, they're not gonna announce it, whatever. And so I was just like, kind of like sad. And then at the very, very end, they announced it. And so I naturally, I freaked out and I was super excited and um, and for me, like, they didn't even have, like, a specific date. There wasn't even any, like, gameplay trailer. So there was nothing. And I was still like, that's okay. That's okay. That's like, okay. I'll take it. Yeah. So how did you feel about, like, the kind of, I guess, 
tactic they used by showing us Isabel and then telling us she was in Smash? First, I was mad because I was like, <laughs> no, you because I first I was like, I was excited when I saw her because I was like, this is it. Animal Crossing is coming out. And then it was Smash. And so naturally, I was just like frustrated because I was like, more Smash. I'm tired of Smash. Okay, I don't want to hear any more about this. And so, <laughs> so I didn't, that part, I, I felt like I, I was disappointed. And then, you know, at the end, they showed like Tom Nook in his office. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big moment. I think I went through uh, just a, I don't know, it's so many emotions at one, in one minute. yes and at the time I was kind of live on discord and so there were people listening to me (laughs) reacting to this I I imagine they got a pretty genuine like heartbreak moment but like a really torn heartbreak where I was like oh you're so cute Isabel I'm gonna play as you in smash (laughs) but I want a new game so bad (laughs) I know I know Um, yeah yeah so I, I don't know that the whole way they handled that was like it hurt a little bit, but I appreciate it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it just a fun, a really fun day. Um, especially at that point, I don't know, they delayed it for a week. And had they done it the week before, I was like, not hyped at all. I was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to see some new thing. I don't know if it's going to be Animal Crossing. It's fine. But then they delayed it. And then that week of waiting, just like, took me all the way up the scale to a 10 and I was just like mm-hmm. this has to happen now <laughs> um yeah so there are some rumors that the game could be released pretty early next year um what are your thoughts on a release date I honestly I have no idea I mean <laughs> if the game comes out early next year I would be so incredibly elated but I think I'm kind of doing that thing where you like expect the worst you know and hope for the best and so (laughs) i'm expecting it will come out in november but like secretly hoping it'll be like april (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can relate to that (laughs) um i i think i told sergio first time uh, december 31st 2019 (laughs) that's the last possible day it can come that's where i'm putting my hopes (laughs) uh because i can't i don't want to be brokenhearted again (laughs) Um, yeah, and then Sergio, I think you're thinking like September still. Yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with September. I think if if it if it's not out by then, we should know when it's coming by then. I think that's a good month. Yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Especially nine months into the year, we should know yes. when Animal Crossing's coming. It's a big <laughs> game. I yeah, I hope so. Um. So what? you can go as long as you want on this one what new things would you like to see in animal crossing switch i think so for me like uh, breath of the wild um is a kind of like a huge world so it makes me think that the switch can handle i guess a larger map so i'm hoping for more than anything a bigger town because i think sometimes after you've been playing animal crossing like a certain whether it's city folk or new leaf it feels kind of small after a while and so definitely a bigger map and more villagers. I don't feel like nine or 10 is enough. I want like 30 people in my town. <laughs> that, that'd be really good. That would double, you know, the original villager count of 15 in the GameCube. 
Yeah. Which hasn't been matched yet, and I'm surprised. Um, I know. Because that game, one a fun fact about the GameCube game, once you load that game up, you can literally take the disc out of your GameCube and you can play the entire game like that because the whole thing is loaded, um, which is insane I to me. You it's, did that? Uh, I saw it on a live stream. Somebody... Uh. Um, it was a speed run of Animal Crossing because I was fascinated by this. I was like, how do you speed run a game that's <laughs> essentially endless? I know. Um, I recommend checking those out. They're pretty cool. But the one I watched, they took out the disc and played the whole speed run with that. Wow. Um, so, like, it's a relatively small file that still has, to this day, the biggest town and the most amount of villagers that you yeah. can have. Um, yeah. I'm like, how how are you not able to pull that off yet? <laughs> I know it seems it seems strange to me. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm really hoping this, uh, that too that they just increase the town size, give us a lot more villagers in the game, because um, that that's the fun of it, like having a lot of space to work with and having a lot of friends in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially because there's so many villagers now, and so. It, it's kind of disappointing that you only get a tiny, tiny fraction of all these like cool villagers that they've created. Yeah, and I imagine they're they're going to add a lot more too. Because um, uh, when I got New Leaf, I was just so stoked that we were going to be getting hamsters and deer. I was like, we've never had those before. <laughs> yeah, what new animals could they add? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm just excited to see like what new species of animals they give us in the next game. I've never had a hamster. Oh really? No. <laughs> They're pretty. pretty... And it... Yeah, part say? of my. Sorry. Sorry. No. What were you gonna say? I think part of my problem is like anytime like a villager they're gonna move out, I'm like, no, don't do that. Even if I don't like <laughs> care for them that much, because it like it's I feel like it's sad. <laughs> and so I've had like since I got the game, I've had like the same nine people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a cool thing too like you can get attached to all of them and just not ever want them to leave (laughs) yeah it's true yeah um is there any feature you wouldn't want to see in the new game um not really i did like having like a separate city center um that's one thing i kind of liked about city folk it's just because it kind of feels fun to like hop on a bus or train and to go somewhere different and so i if they could have like a separate little area and they could have you know, still shops in, like, the main town, but having, like, specialty shops to go to, I would really love just, like, in general. I think anything to make it feel bigger. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it feels more like you live somewhere when there's, like, another place that you can go to, um, if that makes sense. Like, there's the main kind of city area. It's a big city, but you just live in this small town in this world. Like, it makes the world feel... I guess, more fleshed out in a way. Yes. Yeah. Um, so finally, I guess last week, we asked our patrons what fruit they'd like to start with um, in their town. And I wanted to see what your thought was on that. Mm, I think it's got to be cherries. Because the very first time I ever had, that blockbuster file had cherries. <laughs> and so I'm not even that big of a fan of cherries in real life, but I feel like they're the prettiest on the trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we talked about that same kind of thing where i was like i just 
uh, like pears tend to be my least favorite just because of the green on green type yeah. of look and i'm just like the red it's like you know it's a complementary color to green it's across the color wheel so they're like exact opposites and it just gives you that nice contrast for the look mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm a fan of cherries i last week i said i restarted when i started animal crossing new leaf i restarted the game like 50 times before getting in town with cherries and then i was like okay this is the one <laughs> <laughs> now that i have the cherries <laughs> yeah so that's all i was really looking for <laughs> So I mentioned a bit earlier that we were going to be talking about this, um, but there are going to be new players coming to Animal Crossing. And I guess it, we're, to invite them into the game, I guess I wanted to see what your pitches would be for players who've never heard of Animal Crossing. Like, what would you tell them about this game? Um, yeah, this is hard because I feel like when I explain like games like Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley, like they don't sound great on paper, like <laughs> basically doing all the chores that you avoid in real life. Yeah. But um, I don't know for me, um, having like kind of like a stressful job and I'm just like a really anxious person in general, having anything that kind of like calms me down and relaxes me is that's what I need in my life. And I think Animal Crossing is that game. If you just want the positive aspects of life, this is for you. You need this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and I think you're totally right where it's such a funny thing to describe like a life sim to somebody. Because um, I, I started a new job. I mentioned I do a podcast in Animal Crossing and they're like, what's Animal Crossing? And I was like, oh, it's this really great video game where you move into a house and pay your mortgage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, what? Why would you like that? And I'm like, I, know. I don't know. Have you paid a mortgage in real life? <laughs> I, know. I think this it's is pretty. The I'm gonna get. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool to pretend, right? I know. Uh, and so I feel like they get it a little bit more after that, where they're like, oh, okay. So it's like, real life but you're successful at it <laughs> yes yes you're not just drowning in debt <laughs> well yeah. you are but it's reasonable to pay it off yeah and you know the guy who's in charge of your debt doesn't really care if you pay it off or not <laughs> yeah he really doesn't yeah so Sergio what would you tell people yeah definitely I agree that it's very difficult to describe not not just Animal Crossing, but even similar games without making them sound like almost like boring. Like you're the only human in this village with animals. Okay, have fun playing that. <laughs> but I mean, we do, and I yeah. think the 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 best time for people to play a game like this, like Animal Crossing, is either after work or when they want to relax. I think Animal Crossing really shines to relax you, to put you in a good mood. And in, like, like uh, St. Ruta said, it highlights being positive, you know, sharing, caring, being neighborly. It's all there. And I think it, it really shines when you're trying to relax. And I thought of an interesting, uh, like little dilemma or question that we could have, because when we're going to be introducing people to Animal Crossing, we can tell them about the mobile game, Pocket Camp, uh, mostly because it's free. And it, it comes to mind a question that should we, because mm -hmm. in many ways, it's very different from the series. You know, it has, it 
kind of has a lot more stress going for it because there's timed events and sometimes you feel compelled to spend money to get things and, and you don't miss out. I think it, it is it would be good advice to tell people, hey, there's this kind of like a demo of what Animal Crossing is going to be. Just keep in mind that the next game, it's probably not going to have any of these uh, microtransactions or spending real money. There's not going to be a lot of timed events, or if you miss something, there's always next year that you can come back to it. So I think it's a nice way of introducing them to the series and to some of the aspects that you do, but informing them that the main game is is fairly different, and it has a lot more things going for it. It's a it's a very different feeling. But to get like a preview, yeah, I would recommend Pocket Camp. Yeah, yeah, that's I'd say mm-hmm. that's a pretty interesting way to look at it because it is a different game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think now I I guess when it started people had a lot of complaints about it regarding like it being very watered down like you're not really connecting with villagers the way you did in other games but I think that's improved more there's a lot more dialogue for characters now um and there's a lot of like furniture to craft and decorate with and I guess if I were to recommend starting with Pocket Camp, I would say. So this is Animal Crossing Lite, but you can get kind of the basics of what's important, and that's kind of like having favorite villagers and decorating the space, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like that's the bulk of what I care about with Animal Crossing, like being able to decorate things and having a lot of villagers that I like around, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I think it's it's easier to go... From Pocket Camp, I would think it would be easier to go from Pocket Camp to like, a full Animal Crossing game than having played Animal Crossing for years like us and going mm. to Pocket Camp. It's a lot different. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they might be getting like a really good upgrade too, thinking about it that yeah. way, where they're like, oh, I was playing this game, but there's so much more to this big game, and that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good point too. Um, yeah, I really, I mean, I'm just excited for people who have never experienced Animal Crossing before to see the game and essentially, like, you know, just learn how something so mundane can be amazing for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'm also thinking of, like, the pocket camp where you're logging in every three hours to do things, and I'm like... Animal Crossing, I I play a lot, but I log in once a day, you know, and then all the things for that day are done. Um, right. Yeah. So I think that's what turned me off for Animal uh, for Pocket Camp for a little while, where I was just like, oh, I feel so busy playing this game. <laughs> um, but and that's a funny thing to say with Animal Crossing because it's kind of a <laughs> a busy game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess, Sergio, did you have any questions for St. Rudo before we move into this last little portion of the podcast? Yeah, I was wondering, because you mentioned that you have a lot of nostalgia and favoritism towards the original game on the GameCube. I was wondering if you want the Acre system to come back, or at least the, the, camera, bo- uh, the camera point of view, like a top-down instead of having like the pinwheel world that we have now. 
Okay, I'm sorry. What was the last part you said? I have terrible reception in an RV. <laughs> oh, sure, no problem. I was wondering if you prefer like the spinning world that we have in in the most recent Animal Crossings, or if you want to see the acre system from the from the original game to come back. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, wow, I don't know because one thing that was kind of cool about the acres is like, uh, first, remember the treasure hunts that they had? Oh yes. <laughs> I love those. And um, and I, I kind of like the fact that, like, if I'm, like, fishing, especially, like, go to another acre and then, like, come back and then, like, a new shadow. Oh, yes. Um, That's so a good I actually really, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a preference either way because I like them both. So, yeah, I'm pretty easy. Nice. <laughs> Ideally, if they could figure out a way that a part of the town has the acre system and then the rest of it is, is the pinwheel, th that, that could work. Yeah, I wonder how they'd pull that off. Um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I always think about is kind of like that first time I saw the map for Animal Crossing New Leaf, people kind of pointed out, oh, there's a cool cave. Maybe you can go into a cave and explore. Yeah. And I feel like an acre system would be kind of cool. Like if it, if there was some like dungeon crawling aspect to the game, I don't know how much oh. sense it would make for it, but it'd be cool. I, I think it'd be cool personally, just cause like, you know, the ore that you get in the game, if you don't have like a silver shovel, you're kind of limited to one piece of ore a day. And I'm like, it'd be cool to like go to a space where you can collect more items than you normal. And yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm into it like a dungeon crawler type of vibe <laughs> that uses the acre yeah. system. That would be yes. cool to me. I think it'd be really fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so the last little portion of this podcast, we're going to do our Haken's Villager Corner. St. Rudo, um, I don't know if you know about this, but recently I started having a Haken's Villager Corner where I ask a question to our patrons on Patreon. And this week's question was... Between the train, taxi, and bus, which was your favorite method of travel to take you to your town? Um, oh, and wow. you can both answer this. Um, yeah, before we get into kind of our answers from our patrons. Oh my gosh. I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I love the train because I love like the little sounds that it makes, but I thought the bus in City Folk was just really cute. So, <laughs> once again, you know what? The switch can have both. There, there we go. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, that'd be pretty interesting to see like multiple <laughs> things. Because, because I was thinking about this, and like Wild World, you show up in a taxi. I don't think you ever see that taxi again. No. Mm -hmm. You literally like you get dropped off, and then to go visit other towns, you just go to like your northern border. You know. Yeah. <laughs> a question did wild world have the miniatures you know how you could like make a mini, like a mini town one um i don't remember i think it might have had some of those models available like you're talking like the nooks cranny model or yeah stuff like that um i'm not sure i i want to say it did but i i couldn't remember <laughs> i don't know if you remember sergio no, no, I don't. I don't remember them uh, uh, overall, so no. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so what about you, Sergio? Train, taxi, bus? 
Definitely the train. It's <laughs> it's my favorite. I mean, ironically, I've, I've only been on a train once, but it it was still a pretty cool experience. And I just like the like the old timey feel of it. And you know, it's slow but steady. And and yeah, I definitely prefer the train. And I hope at least the train. I hope that, that it's in the next Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, I guess I left one thing out of here. I didn't ask what people thought about the campers too. Because that's technically that's a, a method now. Um, yeah. But out of these three, for me, uh, I might go taxi this time. Um, <laughs> normally, I I thought I was going to say train this whole time, but I think the taxi is pretty fun. And what I like specifically about it is that when you're going to your town, it's raining. And yes. I don't know, that just feels exciting to me. Like... I love the rain in real life. So when it's a rainy day, I'm just like, this is a great day. <laughs> but you're going to your town and it's rainy. And I think that adds to like the, I guess, the, it adds to the effect that you're not quite sure where you're going and the rain isn't helping it at all. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's it. <laughs> like there's a whole mystery to where you're going to end up in this town. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going taxi for this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so let's get into our patron answers. There were only five this week. I checked before we started recording, but Emily with two E's, as she is known on our Discord, <laughs> um, she says, has to be the train, not only because of the nostalgia, but because I got to draw on Blanca's face. Oh! That's a really yeah. good point. <laughs> Um, I love that. Um, yeah, I remember the first time I ran into Blanca on the train and I was just like, what is this cat with no face doing? Are you looking at, are you looking at me or is this, I can't tell. <laughs> so, yeah, I was kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, I was worried for her. <laughs> I was like, why? what's wrong? Are you okay? Can you see where you're going? I know. Uh, How does she breathe? Yeah. Where's her breathing stuff, her eating things? There are, <laughs> there are a lot of important things connected to a face, and they lead directly to our survival. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's good to be concerned for Blanca. But also, do you, do you both remember the first time you drew her face? Can you describe to me what she looked like? The the unusual thing that I did is like I try to give her like a a lipstick look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know for me, like the grid, her eyes were at the top of her head when I first made her. She looked scary. I was (laughs) unhappy with the results. (laughs) Do you remember St. Rudo? Yeah, they were all bad. I always like went into it thinking like this time I'm gonna make her look great and I'm not I can't draw faces at all. And sometimes they were scary. Like this one time I tried to make it look like she was smiling and it just kind of made it look like she was like gritting her teeth, you know? So <laughs> no, I wasn't good at that. Yeah, that's a pretty funny one. Um <laughs> so Infinite Mallet said a hundred percent train for me. It was a transportation for my first Animal Crossing game back in GameCube, so it has nostalgia. But also, I just find passenger trains to be very cozy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like the cozy feel. 
<laughs> yeah. Joe says, definitely train. I've always loved the train aesthetic. I don't know. Maybe it is because the whole method to travel in Dark Cloud 2 was a train, so I had good memories of trains before Animal Crossing. Either way, I love having a train, especially one I can customize. I want to customize my train oh. and train station. Yes. Yeah, I like it. That was a public works project that we had in the game, too, right. where we could change the look of our train station. And I, I like that a lot. Um, Sam Shine says, I love the sound of the train, the train arriving, the train passing by, being on the train, the wheels chugging, the horn tooting, and the sound of the train cars moving. It just deepens the experience. I also have a history playing Animal Crossing while riding on a train, so that's cute. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm jealous of that. I would love to ride a train into work every yeah. day and play Animal Crossing on my way. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> and then the final answer is from Alex, a.k.a. Coconut. Probably the bus. Wild World was the first time I really got into Animal Crossing. So when City Folk came out and my sister and mom could play, watch me play on the TV, that gave that entry in the series a very special place in my heart. And now the same bus is going to be in Smash Bros. That's a very good I, point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say the bus is really oh. cute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what were you saying, St. Vincent? Or, sorry, St. Rudo. I oh said, my gosh. I love St. Vincent. and Me too! <laughs> and that just pops into my head automatically. St. Rudo. <laughs> no, I'll take St. Vincent. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just love, I love the way the bus looks too. I just think it's really cute. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. And I love that Captain's going to be driving people off the edge with it in Smash. <laughs> That'll be really good. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess to close out this episode, thank you so much, St. Rudo, for coming on. Um, I have one more announcement for everybody, and that is that we are holding an Animal Crossing movie night, and it's going to be taking place on October 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. We are watching it on Rabbit or rabb.it. I will have a link in the Discord, the Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much anywhere where I can post a link, it will be there. But we're going to be watching the Animal Crossing movie. Um, have you seen the movie, mm. St. Rudo? No, I have not. I've read about it extensively, Ooh. but I have not seen it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you'd like to join, it's pretty easy. Um, there will be a link where everybody can just like hop in and... There's a little chat room associated with it. It looks a little bit like Twitch, if anybody's ever seen like a Twitch stream, um, except there will be a movie playing. And the version that we're sh showing is going to be like the fan dub. So some fans of Animal Crossing went ahead and did their own dub of the movie. So it will be in English and not in Japanese with subtitles, um, which... There are also fan subtitle versions of the movie because the movie only came out in Japan. It never made it anywhere else. So they only really have a Japanese version of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it should be pretty fun. That's going to happen once again, Saturday, October 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And you can find a link anywhere on any of my channels. I will be posting it all over the place. I'll probably make an announcement on YouTube where everyone can see it. Um, 
So yeah, once again, thank you so much for joining uh, joining us, Saint Rudo. It's been so great to talk to you about all things Animal Crossing. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we'd be happy to have you. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, Saint Rudo. And just so everybody knows, where can they find you and your content all throughout the internet? Yeah. So my YouTube is just like Saint Rudo, and I spell out Saint in the longest way possible, and um, my website is fantasticpace.com because I'm a huge fan of Portugal the Man and I'm a nerd in every way. And <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. And then, oh, my Instagram, I guess, is also St. Rudo. Everything is St. Rudo. Just type that in and see where it leads you. Yeah, I think it leads to you pretty easily. So I think people shouldn't have too much trouble. <laughs> and thank you, listeners, for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, Please join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast and the Patreon. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes on 3DS. If you do want to become a patron, you can visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can support for just a dollar and totally up to you. We never want to ask people for their money. It's totally optional. Um, and I've just recently updated like the goals I'm trying to reach and the rewards that I'm providing with people. Um, so please take a look if you're interested. We try to make it as worth it as possible because I can't stress how much I really appreciate the support that we get there. And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about what method of travel is your personal favorite in the game whether it's a train a taxi a bus and we'll go ahead and add camper to that list if you like that and please leave a review for the show wherever you're listening it helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow and once again thank you all so much for listening and we hope you have a great week goodbye everybody